Special guest Louis Kahn. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host Dave. Alongside me is Trevor. Hello, old running friend. How are you? I'm doing well. Literally, literally older. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't than mean we to were say last that. time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to be. It's a touchy subject, baby. I've, I've I've crossed the chasm. How is it on the other side? Uh, it's quite nice, actually. Yeah, fortissimo, plus one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's been a good good uh, running at at this age has been has been good so far. Yeah. How how is it different from running at fortissimo? Um, I'd say not not at all. <laughs> Okay, good. As somebody who is uh, about to cross, go across the Great Divide themselves in two days, <laughs> I'm uh, excited to know that things should be pretty much indiscernible. Any, feels the it, change. Feels like like a new beginning. Uh, yeah, as as Larry John Wilson might say. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. How, so how so how was your running? Did you run? Did you run since turning Fortissimo plus one? I, I did. I actually I ran on my birthday, which was very nice. I got out in the morning, and as I, I had been coming off a rather light week of running, as as you recall, we talked a little bit about last time, and uh, went went back to uh, to to old old Wotadic, um, but uh, came at it from the south this time. So I, I came at it from uh, Blackburn Village on the Mid State Trail, and then and then back. So. Uh, looked like looks like looked like fourteen miles ended up being about sixteen and, and it was a lot of fun uh, wow. beautiful it was a good run that's good, an awesome good, good good first run of, as a forty Simone one <laughs> yeah as a new man it's a great uh, that's a great birthday run you're you're pretty close to Watetic I guess you seem to be running there a lot uh, yeah well you know I've run there three times this year um, and uh, all different slightly different variations that involved Watetic but. Yeah, the first one was the realization that um, it's only about an hour away from from where I am, which is pretty awesome because yeah, awesome. it's like some good some good mountain running, and it's just a lot closer than uh, you know going all the way up to the Whites or or something like that in New Hampshire. Yeah, just for a little dry land training, no need to <laughs> no need to bring excessive driving into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was good, and then and then. Since then, I, I I made a point to get out running the next day, even if it was just for a couple miles and and pretty light and easy. That that felt good though, and uh, I I, recomm- I recommend it uh, if you if you do something maybe not after the type of running you do like after a marathon, but um, after like sort of a medium size effort like that for me, uh, it feels good to to sort of like just pick it up very quickly before you've really recovered and uh, you kind of like build on on sort of like some of the gains you feel like you're making when you're deep into a run like that. That sounds, yeah, that sounds good. As you know, I listen to my body. So if my body says go, I'll go <laughs> no matter what I just did. Uh, and I, I wonder, I wonder if this might take a little bit of overriding the body or else takes you too far off your, your, your intuition train. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Maybe I'll do a whole new approach when I'm 14 plus one years old. Maybe you'll give it a shot. Yeah. 
I realize, um, you know, we, we probably get a lot of new listeners every week. We might want to define some terms. I think that's a good idea. What yeah. terms? Well, maybe I was thinking maybe we oh, start fortissimo. with fortissimo. Yeah, because uh, that's something we established in our our pilot episode. And if you didn't start at the beginning, fortissimo was a, a musical term um, meaning very extremely loud. It's Italian. Um, so when we were trying to f- describe how old we were, we described ourselves. We're forty. But we were very 40. We were extremely 40. <laughs> extremely 40. So close that you are now 41. Not, not scarcely 40 at yeah, all. Not at really, not really 40 anymore. And I'm just, I'm just hanging out for dear life at this point. <laughs> You've got, you, you This is your last pod oh uh, as, as a fortissimo. Yeah. Um, speaking of new listeners, I, I did, I did want to just acknowledge and give a shout out to um, some of our international fan base. So, oh, let's hear it. Yeah, so we we have um you know we get we get analytics as a as a popular running podcast we get just different data not a lot. One of the um, perks yeah, of one our of position. But you get, you know, you can see like where like by country and and maybe a little bit more granular than that, but after the United States and and UK are our two biggest markets, um can you guess number 3 and 4? I think they're tied actually. Can you guess tied for third? Singapore uh, Singapore is correct. <laughs> South Korea. Uh, no, Belgium. Oh, oh, Belgium. I knew I knew that, actually, because I have looked at the analytics, so I was trying to take advantage we, of my advantage of access. <laughs> <to> <laughs> take advantage of the fact that you yeah, to make it had, had, had viewed it and have, have since forgotten. Yeah, but, try, try to trick the yeah. world to thinking that I was a psychic when I actually have just, have just looked <laughs> at the analytics. Singapore was a good, uh, we can't call it a guess, remembering of something that you saw. <laughs> yeah, the, the fortissimo brain is not as bad. <laughs> it functions at 50%, where, scientifically speaking. Yes, yeah, striking the old anvil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um anyway there wasn't really much more of that other than to say uh welcome thank you and and we'd we'd certainly love to hear from you yeah thank you for listening and please if if you would like comment on a a picture on our instagram any picture as always maybe a a word that you would use in belgium to mean extremely 40 and you know that could be what language would that be in maybe french Um, maybe another language maybe another language yeah um yeah. So how about your week? Well, how, how was how was running this week? I had a very fun week in running. Um, I haven't done I haven't gotten up to any of the bigger distances like like what you just did. But I did a really cool run. Um, I was in Chicago on the weekend. And so Saturday morning, I ran a, a 10K along. What is it? Lake Michigan? Is that what that big that big water thing is? in, in Chicago? Oh, yeah. 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 Lake Lake Lakeshore Drive. Yep. I, um, I was staying in a hotel pretty close to the uh, Oak, Oak Street Beach which is a little fake beach they built in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never walked all the way over to the lake even though I've been to the city so many times. But this time I did and ran uh I ran, you know, along the lake 3.1 miles south and then 3.1 miles right back up to the beach. And it was a little 10k, yeah. Yeah, a little 10k went out there at about I don't remember. It was pretty early. Um I don't remember what time it was. It was before 9. So when I actually got going, um it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. It was a beautiful day, actually. I was. It was the first morning I was there, and I was in Chicago for a few days. And I realized afterwards I picked the perfect day because the famous Chicago wind <laughs> and, and, and whatever else terrible, terrible weather. Um, you know, rain and and wind and coldness for the rest of the time I was there. So I picked a perfect, beautiful morning. There were tons of runners out. It was actually pretty crowded. <laughs> um, a little too crowded. Yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, like a little more crowded than even usually what I get running along the Hudson, but similar and fun to compare. Um, at some point we were running down and, uh, <laughs> and the, and a 5K came streaming onto the lakefront from some city street, and all of a sudden we were in the middle of a 5K. <laughs> um, so, what, what, you know, something similar to what I would run in New York, running, raising money for something. Um, I think, I think it was a cancer, maybe cancer yeah, research yeah. or something. Um, so, all, all of a sudden we were in a 5K for like a mile. But when they got to their turnaround, we kept going because we had a, a 10K to run. So, mm-hmm. by the time we turned around and came back. Um, the the faster runners had gone and we were then running by the walkers people walking through the 5k ah uh, yep yep so a good group was, fun yeah. group and so nice to see kind of the front of the group and the back of the group good group all the way through i'd say um pretty great pretty great run perfect weather way too many cyclists yeah that's my complaint about chicago <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a tough subject i don't know if i'm quite ready to go there just yet um yeah, i delicate. will say i that is a lovely that is a lovely uh run i've actually run there myself and i did it i did it quite early at like a five thirty six a.m or something in not so nice weather at like a not very good time of year and it was there's was like almost nobody and that was that was pretty cool too because you get oh, like nice still like the city lights and it was still dark and you oh, know, yeah. sunrise coming in. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Beautiful way to see the, the city. And, and if you look the other way, beautiful way to see the lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of people swimming in the lake. Um, wow. Okay. Like, like they, they seemed like triathlete training type people. Ah, I can't be, I can't be good for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think I'd do it. Yeah. I got, I think that's, that's probably pretty disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. Probably more ba- worse for you than when I went running in the smoke uh, in New York City. They, I mean, they they have, I, and see, I don't really trust this too much. But even in like the, like around the Boston Harbor Islands, which used to be notoriously like yeah horribly polluted, um, they now allow swimming around in like certain areas. That can't be a good idea. It can't be good, right? <laughs> I remember back in like I think it was the early '90s in Boston, Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld did some publicity stunt to try to prove how how cleaned up. I think it was the Charles though, but how cleaned up the oh, water no. was, and he jumped in. <laughs> oh man! And and Bill Weld is still alive, so I feel like the, the there's there's tales about the bottom of the the Charles and like high mercury levels and like crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We, I don't know. But um, I feel like I had something else about that. About Bill Well jumping into the Charles River. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah no, yeah. We, were, we were talking about cyclists, and I, and I know I, I probably won't say anything too negative this episode. But just to preface it, you and I ourselves used to be urban cyclists. We did, yeah. So, so any anything um, mean spirited, I say, I have the <laughs> the authority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm speaking from experience. Yep, yep. Fair enough. But we'll leave that uh, to another week, I think. We'll leave that to another week. Oh, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> Just speaking of Boston, um, they're, they're, they're tearing down Government Center. What? A, they... a, a brutalist landmark. Listeners might not know this because we haven't talked about brutalism on the show, but we're both huge fans of, of brutalist architecture. We, we referenced something as have oh, the, the hummingbird feeder as, as having brutalist um, characteristics. Uh-huh. Um, I think you had you had sort of referenced its its function which um i think you were you were really in that case referring to the 
Le Corbusier school of, of brutalism, the original functional aspects of brutalism, as opposed to the more yeah. sort of aesthetic and actually actually like sort of the form over function that, that you started to get into with the likes of Paul Rudolph and, and others. In my defense, most of my knowledge about brutalism comes from Wikipedia and listening to you talk about brutalism. <laughs> and, and yours actually comes from an accredited college or university. An accredited college or university of which uh, the, the knowledge might have faded substantially over the 20 or so years. But uh, <laughs> you remember yeah. half of it, I guess. It's like still speak confidently about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, you know. Who knows? I, I, I take pictures sometimes of brutalist structures and send them to you, and they might not be brutalism a lot of the time. No, but I can drop any brutalist and be like, oh, that's, that, uh, you know, sort of uh, evokes Louis Kahn's Indian period. Uh, <laughs> that sounds very how, believable. It's, yeah, it's like referencing Murakami's, like, lesser novels. I just finished one of his books uh, 45 minutes ago. Wow. Oh, is it the running book or, yeah, or a what, different one? What I talk about when I talk about running, and maybe I even I even saved a quote this time to read on the podcast, so maybe I'll read that now. Yes, please. Um, yeah, I like this quote he said, and now I have to find it. Uh, he said, he was talking about he had just finished running this this big triathlon. He'd, apparently, I in the reading I've done since last week, I learned he does a lot of triathlons too. He said, your quality of experience is based not on standards such as time or ranking, but on finally awakening to an awareness of the fluidity within action itself. If things go well, that is. <laughs> I, like that. I feel like every pearl of wisdom in the book, he then like just qualifies like or makes a little joke after. He's like, or, or you it. fall down and your shoes fall off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, <laughs> I feel like that's a common uh, pearl of wisdom. And in, in, like whenever you get into sort of the extreme ends of of sport and and running in particular it's always like yeah it's all good and like until it's not <laughs> yeah yeah i think you referenced the the mike tyson quote did, did you, i maybe not what's the quote it's all <laughs> everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face maybe that was just a a, a non-recorded podcast i had with someone at a bar <laughs> <laughs> it might have been i don't know i don't believe we've, we've talked about that one on pod i am familiar with the quote though it's a good one yeah one of um, his one of his most famous quotes is most famous. Oh, and the last bit of running before we move yeah. on to, uh, uh, to 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 other other business. Um, so I did I did my traditional pod day run this morning, um, and I did something different. I did a it was it was just a fifteen minute run, but it was it was barefoot or or in like these barefoot sandals called zeros. Oh wow! Which are basically just like a flap of rubber to protect my feet from like rocks and stuff we got we got a letter in the mailbag suggesting that we run in sandals did we yeah i was okay. gonna i was gonna read it later but we can talk about sandal running now that was basically Ooh. the letter I was saying because it was in reference to last week when we almost talked about shoes and, okay and yeah some, and someone wrote in to say you guys should run in sandals who uh okay well let, we'll get to the letter let me just let me quickly um share my experience before before we before we hear from the listener so so yeah i've heard this is a good thing to do because when you run barefoot um you have to really focus on the stride and if you if you are running like incorrectly or heel striking a lot like it's just going to hurt and so it's a good way to work on work on stride and so i went out i actually felt really good like i felt like was naturally sort of like hitting the you know mid to four four foot like you know felt felt good started going a little faster I had stretched pretty well before 
and I ran about a mile and a half in 15 minutes. And, uh, and at the end I just realized my calves and ankles were like shot, like, like they haven't been since maybe I started running seriously again, like beginning of last year, um, or really seriously for the first time since like high school track. Um, (laughs) so, so it was like, and I was worried that I had done something to maybe, maybe injure, like maybe I was risking injury. Um, but I think it was just a really good workout. Like, I think it just caused me to, to work sort of like foot and ankle muscles in a way that I don't, when I have these, like, like we talked about last time, like for, for your sort of longer running. And when you're running a lot, you want a good pair of shoes that hold up and modern shoes are like running shoes are incredible. But, uh, barefoot like man yeah i really like did something to my ankles and i think i think it's a good thing to mix in every every once in a while and maybe it'll improve your your technique long long term probably i I think it's good i think it's good for injury prevention and in your case maybe the knees yeah that's a good idea and i guess you you run on what on the balls of your feet a lot more like that right yeah you have to all right i'll mix it in sometime too i'll figure i'll figure out when um it's a long weekend right Maybe I'll do it sometime. I guess I'd have to find the mm-hmm. sandals, though, right? I can't just I can't just run fully barefoot in, in New York City. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. Some people might do that, but I personally would not recommend that. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Unless I want to, I don't think there's a place in the city I would feel comfortable being completely barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. If, if I'm going to sit here and insult people for swimming in Lake Michigan, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, you're not. You're not even going to go ankle deep into the into no. the Hudson. It's a terrible idea. So anyway, that was that was my last my last running note uh, for the week. So so yeah, good transition to mailbag. What did our listener uh, have to say? I think our listener said um, we shouldn't review shoes. We should run in sandals. <laughs> and maybe okay. so maybe maybe we'll you you've already dipped a toe into that. Um, but maybe I'll do it as well, and we can review. What's what's the sandal called? Uh, zero X E R O. All right, and where do you get these? Is it your local running store? Um, or do I have to order REI, them? I you can order them online. Um, they might have them at running stores. Either way, I think you could get them in a day or two, probably. I check right, if I'll you figure, have an REI or, or outdoor store, or they might have like a store locator on the website. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll see what local stockists carry uh, <laughs> carry them here. I live I live near lots of stuff. There's an REI very close, so. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I could just go in, and if, if they don't have it, the REI people will tell me where to go. Wow, yeah, that's exciting. Okay, so for the next gear shed, we can we can both get into it a bit. Yeah, that's always, that's like a secret is to ask the people in the stores. Like, a long time ago, I took a guitar into a guitar center, and I was in, in an area that I wasn't familiar with, the local shops and stuff, and I said, where do you go for your guitar setups? <laughs> and so I went there. Um, similarly, I was trying to order a book, recently that is only published in the uk and so i went to a bookstore and they told me how to order books that are only published in the uk oh nice yeah the answer is blackwells Ooh, okay <laughs> yeah and i think you don't have to pay shipping so it's a good public service for for our listener yeah um okay well that's great good uh, good letter yeah, uh, one one for one so far. And if you um, want to know where to get your guitar set up, <laughs> out, out, <laughs> out way east in Long Island, there oh, I don't remember what, what there were these two dudes <laughs> who had like a had a little shop that didn't even have like a sign outside. It was kind of like in a in an office park, 
And they, yep. and the, but I had like a suite number, and I went in, and there's an amp guy and a guitar guy, and they have their motorcycles in the shop, <laughs> like they <laughs> they wheel them inside, and they go in and get to work. And so wherever that is, that's the place to get your guitar set up in East East Long Island. In in East Long Island. Yeah, I forget what town it was. Even I think it was Bohemia. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, good. I think it's it's one of the things we've gotten some feedback that listeners appreciate the diversity of 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 knowledge and also some amount of circumspection that they get from the power motion picnic hour each week we yeah exactly we're circling and zeroing in on the topic and eventually we might get there right right (laughs) um that's good it does remind me well the the sandals anyway remind me um of a bit of administrative business that uh council told us we uh should have and this i guess can just do a quick quick correction fact check segment from last week uh we should have disclosed uh that we are are not sponsored by skull candy and receive no remuneration despite our glowing five out of five units um rating that that the that the headphones got yeah exactly that was that was heartfelt that wasn't um whatever paid like, like no you- promotional like what's that thing that's people are now doing on instagram all the time where they're Regular people are like, just are just hawking ranch water <laughs> as part of their regular posts. Have you seen that? No. In, I guess like, influencing is what that is. Know. Yeah, but no. but is that influencing? It's an official yeah. paid sponsorship. It is, but it says it says like it says something at the top that like this is a paid sponsorship, even though it's a regular normal person's account you just follow. Yeah, I mean, I I will push back on council a bit. In our case, because our long as our longtime listener knows, we we have no paid sponsors. Yeah. Like, period. So everything we say is is of the utmost uh, integrity. It's not spoiled by any such corporate uh, sponsorships, etc. No, and we're still in the red on this thing. So <laughs> we haven't turned a profit yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, by by a lot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We have yet. Yeah, we have yet to receive money. From anywhere, period. Um, yeah, let, I have, alone, let alone us a, a coveted sponsor. Yeah, we have not made back the cost of the microphones that we record on. But Skull Candy, if you're <laughs> listening, we're not opposed. No, um, but, no. but Ranch Water, no, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thanks. Um, all right, and uh, so what? Um, I know we've got a song of the week. Do we want to get through some more letters first? We um, yeah, let's do letters. Let's do let's finish up mailbag since we started, and then we'll go to song of the week. All right, cool. I've got I've got one here. Um, this is actually just a quick one because this was a letter for our special guest, uh, Jim Pergolesi. the The question was, uh, what podcast do you listen to during your really long runs? Of course, on our show, we're not allowed to name other podcasts. No, but um, we can we can describe them. We can describe them, and we can allow our special guest Jim, if if he'd be so kind, uh, should he should he get this message, to uh, go ahead and reply to the com. This was a posted in the form of a comment on Instagram. He can go ahead and reply to that uh, if he wants to share any of his favorite podcasts. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm fully in support of letting the comment section police itself. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another another point of of high integrity. Yeah, high integrity. Very uh, hands-off anarcho moderation. <laughs> we're not. We're not going to moderate. We're going to. No, uh, we don't. Nor do we. Do we support? Let's just be clear that we're not. Uh, we're not some crazy libertarian like you know, Elon Musk's on this show or anything. But not to get political. But uh, yeah. Um, 
but as far as the comment section, I guess I guess we 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 have similar philosophies. So we have another one here from uh, listener Dan, who wrote in last week uh, with with some poetic thoughts about um, the regionalization of Stoner Rock, and uh, we had confused his his term terror war with uh, he, he actually did, and I I, I think I asked this, um, did he mean terroir as in like a, a, a turf war of sorts? And and the answer was yes. So he sees. Uh, I think it was the vernacular nature of, uh, and the yeah, and the folk the, essence, the the folk, the and, and he used another good word and before folk, but like, yeah, some sort of like the the informal like folk essence of 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 each region. Um, so yeah, I, they they are they are sort of in in, in battle uh, apparently in the world of Stoner Rock. He said um, the untrained folk essence untrained folk essence yeah the vernacular yeah. nature and the untrained folk essence it's, it's beautiful i like that yeah i like that choice of words um so yeah good good clarification there all right what uh what do you have over there well i just had the one <laughs> i had the one telling us we should run in sandals okay um and then so i think our response to that is yes we will do it and the end and it'll be a, a next you already did it actually without even being told to um coincidentally and oh and and of course um the caloric deficit uh what was that um okay so a listener writes in a rule among my athletic friends is that we can't judge each other's behavior after a race or workout until properly fed and refueled so this is the question is, can one's words or actions be judged when they are in a deep caloric deficit? Do the, do the same um, moral standards apply to somebody so, so depleted? Uh, like something they say, if they say something inappropriate? Yeah, if they dream a barn owl and like <laughs> punch the racer next, next to them. Like. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I like the rule. It, it seems like it comes from a place of respect to allow people... A safe space, let's call it, where you know if you're if you're doing something so extreme like running real distances that you don't have to be uh, self conscious about faux pas and things like that. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the last thing you should have to worry about. I, I actually found in my deepest uh, you know space I've gotten to, um, it was a ten hour effort, and this was around like eight or something, and I found it very hard to like think and form words. Hmm. Yeah, and so I, I like I like the spirit of this rule, and so I have no, I have no problem with this rule, um, but I it also kind of stands in contrast to one of my core beliefs, which is that you can't you can't live your life with an asterisk, right? <laughs> and you can't say, well, I said that because I of course because my body was <laughs> falling apart and I and eating itself while I was running a, a two hundred fifty mile race. Um, yeah, no, you, you'd hope that that even in those 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 depths that that uh you know that, that you still you still lean towards the good yeah and i th- so i think it's a i think it's a good rule and i think in life you have to try to balance the two rules in life and running and life is running uh most of the time especially if you run enough like us and a lot of our listeners do um i think you want to balance the two right like not not judging something that someone said in a, a compromised state but at the same time not making too many excuses for yourself um, living your life without an asterisk is very similar to our no excuses 
motto <laughs> that we have here. Uh, so you, I think if you could uh, try to be true to the meaning of both, as some of our uh, more scholarly uh, lawyer listeners, I think we have a few lawyers who listen to the show. Yeah. So yeah, if you could be true to the uh, the intent of both, if that's possible, that's that's ideal. That's uh, that's that's lovely, Dave. And and if you end up with with two medals as a result, I, I think that's I think that's just all right too. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes in life, that just happens. Um, you try to run the middle path, uh, but and we all are little Buddhas. But you know, even the Buddha uh, is imperfect. Correct. Um, all right. So that was a good good mailbag. I mean, we definitely encourage the listeners to, to keep it coming. Yeah. It's, it's been a, a source of enjoyment and, and joy for us. And, and hopefully the listeners are getting a lot out of uh, the responses. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I think right now it's time to move on to the song of the week. Let's do it. So um, do you want me to introduce it? Yeah, this is we, we did a Dave, a Dave pick last time. So this week it's a Trevor pick. It's a, it's, yeah, so this is a, I'll just introduce the song. It's, um, it's by an artist called Field Medic. And, uh, the song is, uh, called Fuck These Fools with a Z. Fuck These Fools Making Valencia Street Unchill and Destroying the Mission for Everyone Who Lives There. Great song title good song titles a lot of times you'll see it without the and destroying the mission part but uh that's like sort of the short version of it yeah it's a little bit implied but um i like the long version too i like i like belaboring it a bit it's 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 already incredibly long and then that just belabors it and and puts a fine point on it yeah um, and i think that's yeah part of the point is that it's so long exactly and and so um i guess as 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 tradition holds uh this was a new song for you, I believe, and you, you listened to it and you listened to it running. What uh, what are your takeaways? Yeah, so it was new. I'd never heard Field Medic before or, or heard of them. Um, and uh, I guess, so first let me say I like this song. I thought the song was great. <laughs> I was a big fan of the song and I plan on listening to more Field Medic in the future. But, oh, excellent. But I would say this is, this is not the kind of song I would usually listen to while running. And I and um and I don't know if it was a song that I I felt paired well with running or enhanced my running. Um uh, uh, but like I said I did like it, but um but yeah, a couple and and okay, yeah. So that's one thing. So because I don't know. And and the second thing about this song is it sounds a lot like <laughs> the song With God on Our Side by Bob Dylan. Oh, my name, it ain't nothing. My age, it means less. It is, I feel like it is 100% with God on our side. Okay, and I, I'm wondering... <laughs> like he just played with God on our, our side with his own lyrics. And changed the words, yeah. And so <laughs> That he quickly wrote down before. And I was wondering if, if that was intentional or not. I mean, I think there is... It felt like part of the joke that it was kind of like this Bob Dylan song. Um, it's, it's, uh, but maybe all his songs are Bob Dylan songs. That's the only one I've ever heard by a field medic. Well, that's my interpretation as well, is that it is a shameless uh, attempt. It was just a shameless uh, stealing of With God on Our Side. Um, like no attempt to, to sort of stake any ownership over. Uh, it's it's the same, ex- I'm pretty sure it's the same chords and the, the same 
vocal delivery and melody like to a T almost. It, it's real close, and I think we'll we'll probably put samples of both songs into into this pod because um, I did a little I did a little research into what's what's fair use, a little you know Google research into what fair use of music clips are, um, and the answer is there's no <laughs> there's no specific <laughs> particular <laughs> amount that's fair use. So um, we're just gonna do what we think is is appropriate until we get a cease and desist. Right, and we don't see Field Medic as the type to to issue those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, at least I don't. But uh, but we'll see, right? Time will tell. We'll, we'll, we'll see. So anyway, I, I guess, so I, I'm glad you picked up on that because I've, that's something I've actually liked. It's, at first it was intriguing and then I grew to, to like that aspect of the song. Um, I, I, I think the thing that makes it work for me is the lyrics are so drastically different. And, and like, whereas with God on Our Side is like this big macro thing, like, it is just hyper specific, yeah, <laughs> and, lo- and local, like in terms of what he's writing about, yeah, no, and also very colloquial. Yeah, with, with God on our side covers hundreds of years of U.S. history uh, in violent wars and 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 behavior <laughs> like that. Whereas um, this song, although I think does touch on a serious subject, which is you know yes. um, gentrification and and um, you know uh, whatever you want to say, business interests, um, you know, ruining the soul of American cities. Mm -hmm. Uh, It touches on it, but yeah, I think there's an awareness that even the worst parts of, of that issue are not quite as serious as the the subject matter of with God on our side, which is, um, about, you know, about, uh, genocide and, and world war. (laughs) It's it's like the, the, one of the highest levels of, of horror that man is capable of. And then, and then this is a lesser, a lesser, I wouldn't call it a horror, but a lesser ill, you know, with, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. And then he present and, and he presents it through like, not even the, the most serious side of it. Like he's upset that, that the mission is now uncool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think, I think it is. And that's, that's where I think field medic, we talked a little bit about this off pod. Uh, I feel like he, he somehow hits that, that hard sort of middle ground to get to where it's like, self-aware but also i don't know it like to me it it it, it hits it whereas others like kind of miss in one direction or the other but um he definitely takes yeah, a, well, yeah he I'm takes glad, a, <laughs> he takes a lot of artistic license because um <laughs> because at some point he says like he, i moved here when i was a young man <laughs> and so i looked up how old he was <laughs> and so that would have meant like at the longest ago he could have meant he could have moved to the mission would have been like 2000 like uh nine i think <laughs> and so like as i understand it it was already pretty overpriced and the streets were already paved with silicone by then yeah, as, yeah. as he puts it um yeah, so yeah. and and that's fine i'm fine with musicians taking artistic license i mean bob dylan certainly did plenty of that um but you know i <laughs> i don't think he, whenever it was cool he was he didn't see it right right it reminds yeah. me of a, a conversation i had with an older musician friend years ago and i was when i was younger when i was even younger than him and um about like a, a cool bar in boston and we were talking about how it's not as cool anymore as it used to be yeah. um, and then but anyway over the course of the conversation this guy was a lot older than me i realized he hadn't even been in years and the last time he'd been was what i was referring to as when it was cool <laughs> <laughs> and that was when he decided it wasn't as cool as it used to be and by used to be he meant 25 years ago <laughs> right right yeah. yeah 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 um well it was so it was meant to be a little bit of a of a provocative pick i wasn't sure if i, I was I, I thought you would i wasn't sure if you'd like it i thought you might uh but it, it could have gone the other way but i and then i wasn't sure if it would if it would run for you the, the answer is uh 
not a good running song for, for me. I, I like, I pick up on the energy and the vocal delivery and some of the rawness. Like I, I like that. I know that, 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 that probably didn't work for you and your, your, your running aesthetic. No, but it does bring up a great point about how certain songs can run for one person and not for another. And, and mm-hmm. there's the personal nature of, of running songs. And we haven't acknowledged that in the past. So that's, that's good to have our first split. Um, and it also got me thinking about songs that don't run well <laughs> as a concept. <laughs> and I, I was particularly thinking about that today because I was listening to the album Music to Eat by uh, Hampton Grease Band, if you know them. Okay, I don't. <laughs> it's like, no. Well, they're like, I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of like the, that record's from 1971. It's kind of like the crossover. It's like for fans of Captain Beefheart and the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Oh, that's me. It's a, yeah, you you would love it actually. So maybe we'll listen and discuss it next week because we are running out of time. But it's the kind of music that I think barely exists anymore, which I would call like hippies who scream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I feel like the hippie music went in a mellower direction over the years, the same way the Grateful Dead did, as they're you know after maybe after Pig Pigpen passed away and they got mellower, yeah. and then screamers screamers, screamers went elsewhere. Yeah, they went <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, but yeah, were, some 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 to to hardcore, others to yeah. emo. Yeah, but there uh, was a time where the screamers were all hippies, I think. Yeah. So and and uh, Colonel Bruce Hampton good... from Hampton Grease Band was um, one of those. As was someone like Captain Beefheart, probably. Oh well, I do know Colonel Bruce Hampton. I don't know Hampton Grease Band though. Is that oh. a newer project? No, it's an older. <laughs> I think it's older his first, project. I think it's his first project. Yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. Um, well, that'll be a good one. That's just a bonus. I think that I'll, I'll listen to it. That's a bonus. Yeah. Just just band artist recommendation. Bonus track. Everyone listen to the song Halifax by Hampton Grease Band and either run to it and laugh about how ridiculous it is to run to or think about how ridiculous it would be to run to and then laugh or run to it and, and have the best run of your life. Yeah, I think I have. I've, I've come. I think I have a weird. I mean musical taste some might say generally but but certainly while running um we'll we'll get into that in later episodes yeah and Um, so i can't wait to follow up on this i think we're we're just about out of time Uh, yep so as always until next time um uh fuck these fools no no um uh wasn't for charlie nope uh onward Guest. Massachusetts Governor Bill Wells. This is the power. Of-